You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. And I am Audrey Sears, and you are listening to the monthly side saddle episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for October 4th, episode 3031. This episode is brought to you by Straight Up Equine, Flat Rock Distilling Company, and American Side Saddle Association. Good morning, Horse World. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're back on the first Tuesday of the month with the Side Saddle episode. How you doing, Audrey? We're doing all right here, holding down the hatches, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah, we don't have a hurricane here where we are. Yeah, not yet. Um, we're going to get the weather yeah. later. Yeah, probably end of the week. So, up. Maggie, you want to talk to us a little bit about our word of the day? Sure. Side saddle cane. Not the cane like you lean on after you got tossed off your horse again. That's a crutch. Um, <laughs> there's two of them. Uh, no, a, a side saddle cane, uh, we think of it like a whip or a crop, um, but it's the length of a whip, but it's stiffer. Um, we want something not so much for tapping or encouraging your horse forward, it's more for a replacement of the right leg. Um, yeah, think of it, it's your it's your other leg. Um, a lot of times the horse will notice, hey, she didn't have a leg on that side, and they zip off to the right, or if you're riding offside, they zip, you know, to the left. Anyway, <laughs> so you, you have your cane there to replace your leg, and... It's a training aid. We start out, the your horse knows when you're going to give a leg aid, right? You've got to shift mm -hmm. your weight. You know, if you're a stride, you shift your weight into kind of the right stirrup to apply your leg against their side. You, ha you can't move one part of your body without moving something else for your balance. So what we're going to do is we're going to shift our weight onto our right seat bone as if we were applying a leg and you follow up that seat bone shift with pressing against your horse's side with the cane where your leg would be because they already know that aid, right? Yeah. And when you start to shift your weight, they know that leg aid is coming. So we're going to teach them to not wait for the leg. They're going to go off of your seat. Mm -hmm. so well, and what the cane does. I, I know with hunting that the hunter's whip that has kind of like a boot end on the top of it. I was always told bringing up that that boot end was also to help unlatch gates. Would a, a lady's side saddle cane have something a lot like that to be able to reach down and unlatch a gate? I mean, I know a lot of side saddles have that little coin purse where a lady would keep two or three coins in in order to pay a boy on the road to open a gate for her or whatnot. But I didn't know if, if a traditional side saddle cane would have anything 
kind of topped like that? A lot of them do. Um, some are just very plain. It's basically a stick that's made pretty. I've seen um, canes made from bamboo with a pretty top on them. Um, but basically, if you're just if you're working on training, um, three eighths half inch dowel rod from Walmart. <laughs> it is per- the perfect length, the perfect weight. Um, you can take a fancy drawer pull and put into one end of it so that you got something to hold on to so it doesn't slip through your hand. Um, mm-hmm. When one of our ladies in Western New York, she's collecting antique cane toppers and parasol toppers and making canes like that. She made me one. Mine has yeah. a little cat on the top. Yeah. I guess we could name her. <laughs> it's Gail. She oh, was yeah, in a previous Gail episode. Or... I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I guess we could say her we name. Say Gail. We could say Gail's <laughs> name. <laughs> but... Hi, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> the American Side Saddle Association was formed in 2008 to preserve, promote, and expand the elegance and historical art of riding side saddle. The ASA wishes to promote enthusiasm for side saddle riding among equestrian public. The American Side Saddle Association is a network of over 20 regional side saddle clubs located throughout the nation. The association supports all forms of riding and rider safety. We honor the women who came before us, but are also inclusive of all people throughout society. We hold regular clinics and participates in parades and demonstrations across the United States. Find us on Facebook or AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com. And I'd like to introduce our first guest, Lee McLean. Lee, how are you doing today? I'm really well, thanks. And I'm excited to have been asked. So, uh, you know, looking forward to this. All right, great. Tell us a little bit about your horsey self. How'd you get started in, in side saddle? Did you start out, you know, one leg on each side like, like most the rest people of the do. World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started out with a leg on each side, um, but I started out riding side saddle really, really young. Um, my sister and I were sort of growing up um, a little uncultured, dirt under our fingernails, riding bareback, galloping all over everywhere. We live in the West. We're in, we're in um, uh, Western Canada. And I think a neighbor, an elderly neighbor, told my mother he was horrified at how um, my sister and I were growing up. And he said to my mother, nobody is going to want them. And so it was decided that what we needed was some culture, and that would take the form of side saddle lessons by this elderly neighbor's sister. And we didn't know very much at the time. But she was about to change our lives, um, actually. She um, was a celebrated rider in Canada. Her husband was a military hero from the First World War. And so she showed horses um, by rail all across North America at a time when this is how women rode. And um, it was a bit incongruous, I guess, these two girls that were wearing bell-bottom jeans and everything, um, listening to the Bay City Rollers, but taking side saddle lessons. And it turned out that uh, her name was Mrs. Winnie Harvey, and she ended up leaving her Mayhew side saddle, her sticks, 
to Robertson Carroll Habits, all the hats, a beautiful library of old side saddle books, and a love, an undying love of side saddle riding within me. Wow. That is awesome. That is fantastic. I can't imagine traveling by rail across the country. I mean, it's a whole thing, right? So when when she was riding with her husband, Fred, um, they'd just come back from the First World War. And so they were very busy showing horses. And there was a huge competitive scene with ladies show hacks and um, jumping and military riding. All the teams were actually military teams, right? And... Um, she she showed her horse jumping. Um, wasn't called show jumping yet. Um, it was a military comp- uh, competition, but she had special I don't know dispensation I guess you'd say to show against the men with her horses. And um, I've got all the newspaper clippings and everything. So what she told us was a very modest accounting of which is true because you know if you got the pictures to prove it, right? And she did. Yeah. That's just fantastic. I love the idea of that side saddle is what made you less uncouth. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> foreign for me to think of. I guess I'm just in the wrong generation or something, but I that's just amazing. So what about those lessons? Like what were they like? I've never other than one of Maggie's clinics, I've never had an actual like side saddle lesson. So what was well, that like? We did actually, they were fairly, fairly basic. And Maggie will probably agree with me in this, that the earlier we start riding, whether it's side saddle or a stride, the easier we can just stay out of our own way. So when you're six or eight years old, you know, you're, you're taught, you're taught the safety grip when necessary. You're taught to keep your right heel back, your right shoulder back, sit straight to the horse and boom, away you go when you're a child. When you're 55 years old, it's harder knowing what to do with all your stuff. I would eventually go on over to the UK um, to to learn and get lessons with um, two of the founding members of um, the British Side Saddle Association in the UK. And that was Janet McDonald and Val Francis. And um, so they were, managed to fix all of the rough little edges that I cultivated, you know, on my own here in the West of Canada. But um, so much of it, so much of it, I think I was one of them who told me, if you can ride a bar stool, you can ride side saddle. And I always loved oh. that. <laughs> oh, God. you actually learned from Francis and McDonald. Yes. Wow, that was the first side saddle book I ever owned was theirs. And isn't it awesome? It's a very good book. It is, it is. She was a teaching genius. And anyone who is having trouble with a horse or anything, um, just stop, get off, and on she'd get, and away they'd go and sort themselves. You know, very practical and uh, just, yeah, well-educated, a lawyer, but, you know, in real life, but... It, there's this thing with certain women, right, that just don't want side saddle riding to die. We want to keep yeah. it going. Yes. That is very, very true. I I don't want side saddle to die. I, I'm a lover of history, and I think that's what brought me to side saddle. So you're, you're yeah. absolutely yeah. square on the nose on that one. 
Yeah. I mean, I think we all have different reasons. And of course, those of us who ride side saddle are getting very used to being asked, why would you want to hold women's you know, history back, you know, a hundred years? And I always think it's, it's sort of the emancipation of women, right? Um, yes. uh, before side saddle, they were walking on foot. They were being driven around by someone else, you know. Yeah, we talked about that time- in, a, in a past episode. Right? You can mm-hmm. face straight ahead. You've got the reins in your hands and the sky is the limit, literally. And and yes. to me, I'm also a very I'm a, a huge believer in aging riders and the absolute beauty and value of older performance horses, horses that have done a lot and were good horses in their youth. Those horses yeah, yeah, we that just... are no longer they're, they're they're gems for side saddle, right? So oh they're, yeah, they're we some- just in, we just inherited the neighbor's horse. Um, the they had a the people a couple doors down from us had two old horses, and the thirty four year old finally died, and so the twenty seven year old kept getting out of her fence and coming down to visit our horses. So I contacted the neighbor. Uh-huh. I said, "Does she just want to live here?" So she's twenty seven. Uh-huh. She's missing an eye, which is awesome because I already have one horse missing an eye. So she fits right in. And uh, I had uh, one of the kids get on her. And she is so push button. She's got buttons I don't know how to push. So oh, wow. She so is going to be the grandkids. Right? Yeah, she's going to be the grandkids 4-H horse next year. So, you know, I can't wait you know, to see what know. the two of them do together. But she's well, going to be awesome got for side saddle. Right now, right now, horsemanship has got itself painted into a really ugly corner um, with so much being done with really young horses. And and they're, they're who we read about. They're, they're what we see. And I, I just, these horses that are, you know, 18 and up, um, they're just, they're just wonderful horses. And they make the best side saddle horses. You know, you just sit straight on them. And let them do their jobs. And it's just wonderful. Yes. So this brings us to our next question. And that is, what's your favorite thing about riding side saddle? Being the center of attention. Even when I'm a a younger, more beautiful woman. (laughs) Is that that wrong to admit? No, I I don't think so. No. I love Beauty of good horsemanship. So anybody out there, man, woman, or child, no matter what discipline it is, if your horse knows what he's doing, you sit him well and correctly and everything looks lovely. I'm a fan. But to see somebody who's really turned out beautifully floating along at a canter, I mean, right? There's nothing better. My daughter, who's quite a lovely side saddle rider, um, loves the clothes. She loves the old habits. She loves the 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 wonderful gear that the that the old uh, lady bronc riders and everything wore in the West. Oh, so yes. she has a very different reason for liking to ride side saddle. You know, it's, it's who it is. But I I like being the center of attention. So here we go. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Just add glitter, and we're <laughs> way to, away. We go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So you were talking about the use of an old horse, and I'm I'm all for 
old horses too. I, I love them. I think they have more to teach us than we will ever teach them. And I agree with you in the sense that you can just sit there and let them do their job. I think the best thing that ever happened to me and my relationship with my horse Sluggo was me going aside. I finally got up out of his face and just sat and looked pretty. And he's like, okay, mom, now I can actually do what you wanted me to do. But on that note, I, I know. I was like, on that note, I wanted to ask you about how do you prepare a horse to go aside? I mean, I was very nervous first going side saddle because my my ex-reigning horse, I'm like, he's going to be going, where's your other leg, mom? What are we doing? You know, yeah. and he yeah. really took to it pretty easily. But I, I wanted to know your take on it. I've had two horses in my life that said no way. And when I got on you know, put my leg over on them. I was actually in a real pickle because they would not let me down. They would not let me get off without blowing up. So those two characters, I I took their word for it and I did not make them side saddle horses, despite the fact they were very well schooled. But I have found that as the relationship goes on, uh, it's so often like you found with your horse, that they love being let alone. And even somewhat stoic horses, in my experience, carry a side saddle with so much pride. They they just light up and, and it's like they so know. Quickly. Right? So my first rule when I'm riding a side saddle horse is he has to not be young and undeveloped in the top line. I don't want to ride a horse that's still growing or else that needs some some rehabilitation with incorrect riding. I'm really, really big on building up my horse's top lines with lots of stretching and some dressage and some hill work. So if any of that is kind of lacking, I don't like to to burden them because we are sitting farther back a bit with the side saddle. But um, generally, if they're well-schooled and they're used to wearing a turnout rug and they're not afraid of us or what we're asking them to do, they take to it very quickly, you know. And some of the reigning horses, um, if they've been taught with a lot of, uh, we'll say leg aids, but it's basically spurring up front. And some of them are a little nervous with that leg on their shoulder. But I think they're all, most horses, good-hearted horses, they're smart enough to know when we mean no harm. And they relax and they take to it very quickly, I find. Yeah, I, I happen to agree with that one. Uh, so what about your side saddle? I have to know. I'm nosy. What do you ride in on a daily basis? What's your favorite side saddle you've ever ridden in or owned? <laughs> uh, oh, tough question. Well, I have to <laughs> tell you that right now I am not riding side saddle on a daily basis because um, by by trade, I am a trainer and a horse dealer. So mm. my side saddle exploit happened to be based very largely upon who is happening to be standing in my corral. And I've got kind of a bunch of three-year-old idiots right now, so I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, my my all-time favorite saddle um, is the Queen Mary, and it's an ancient Mayhew that's absolutely huge. It's so roomy. I feel like I'm sitting in a great bathtub and peering over the edge, and um, it, it's one of my favorites. Um, I happen to have an SC Gallup Western saddle that... Um, a lady rescued out of a dumpster in a nearby town and called me on a whim oh, saying, would you Lord. like to come see this? It smells like cat pee. And I almost said no. And then something made me say no. When somebody tells you about a side saddle, it's going to get thrown in the landfill. You go and see. 
and it's an exquisite saddle. S.D. Gallup was, is the person who built the first Goodnight Saddles, and he actually went overseas to study with um, Major Wilton um, before it became champion of Wilton to learn oh, how to wow. set the pommel correctly, how to build them. And so the really good um, S.D. Gallup's R.T. Fraser, who was his partner, those saddles, there's a reason they're, they're well um, thought of because they ride like a really nice um, old name English saddle. They're gorgeous to ride. And I do build my own side saddles. Um, um, so I, I, I have to say that, that that's been an exciting thing for me. I partnered up with um, Rod Nickel and we designed a good tree based on the old um, okay, SC yeah. Gallup. And so I, there's a couple of those out swimming around. I sold them when I needed money. But um, basically, if, if they're easy to ride, because some are just diabolical, right? Um, uh, if they're yeah. easy to ride, they fit the horse well, then I am well and truly happy. But it's like an alignment of the stars, because sometimes by the time you get the good horse, he's hard to fit. And you get a saddle that fits him, but it's an inch too short for you. And it, it's crazy, right? It just is. Yep, sometimes the stars just have to align perfect. And then there are people like we have a little uh, a little horse here and uh his young rider. We went through saddle after saddle trying to find something that would fit both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a pretty basic quarter horse Arab cross and she's about 54. Yeah. Shouldn't have yeah. been that difficult. And then <laughs> And then we get, you know, uh, the rookie who locks into some yard sale, yeah, yeah, whippy or something that that suctions onto their horse's back and fits them perfect. I'm like, that never happens to me. Yeah, no, and I think the people, and I have been in the situation where I have had a wonderful horse and a saddle that fit him that never moved left nor right, and it fit me and. I was so confident and, 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 you know, so all knowing. And it wasn't until that was gone, you know, the horse died and things moved on that I went, Oh, it was, it was a perfect state of grace. It was an alignment to the stars and I should have loved it better when it was happening. You know, sometimes you don't know till it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell everyone saddle fit is critical. The riding part is easy. Yes. Yes. My teacher saying that as long as you can ride a bar stool, you can ride side saddle. She wasn't so far wrong. If our saddle is good and our horse is schooled well, then it's it's pretty straightforward. You're you're absolutely right. There's there's you know no witchcraft to it at all. I don't know. But I've been thrown off saddle. a bar stool or two in my time. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is possible to fall off these particular bar stools. And possibly <laughs> for the reason of one of our sponsors that we'll get to later. Later. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so tell us about your book. Okay. I would I would love to. Um uh it's my second book. It um we just are finishing the pre-order campaign this this end of this week. So it's being a little bit of a whirlwind for me, um, I'm a private person by nature, so the whole getting out there selling yourself is um, a challenge. But it's called Love and Rules, 
and the title comes from a mantra of mine while I'm training horses. Um, I, I never want to get in the wishy-washy doormat ditch, and I don't want to get into the authoritarian, you know, do what I tell you at all cost ditch on the other side. So love and rules keeps me well and truly in the middle. And it's short stories, essays that I have written on um, mainly the life lessons that horses have taught me. Um, I'm coming up, you know, well into my fifth decade of riding now, and I've learned a thing or two, and um, this is what this book is about. Awesome. And where can we find your book? Well, right now my book is um, is, is found on the uh, my publisher's website. And uh, I've not, if I, I don't know if I'm allowed to, to you know. Yes, yes, tell, please tell. do. I am? Okay. Um, I don't want to be too pushy. Um, it's <laughs> Red Barn Books. So it's www.redbarnbooks.ca. It's a Canadian okay. company. And um, they have both uh, Love and Rules and my first book, Horsewoman, um, available there. And, and they're, they're both books based on what it is to learn horse, about horses, love horses, ride them, make a living with horses. Um, I'm a stroke survivor. Uh, about 16 years ago, I had quite a serious stroke. So there's a lot of message and um, getting back in the game after you've had the wheels, you know, knocked out from under you and just stuff like that. So if you could give advice to anybody thinking about wanting to try side saddle, what would you tell them? I would say do it. I would say find someone who knows. Because one of the things I hear so much from people who would like to do it, they, they either just buy one off, you know, Craigslist or something that was made in the 1860s for very, very narrow horses, or is it structurally sound to ride? And they give it a go and they find it difficult or it makes their horses back sore. There is someone who knows probably pretty close to you um you know they're just a little googling a little finding out um would you not agree there's a lot of good people in the world that know and uh, get started right on a good saddle with somebody who doesn't allow you to do any dangerous or ill-conceived bad habits that begin and uh just you know give it a try it 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 doesn't you know i find that people either love it or they hate it but the sort of teacher they had, the sort of saddle they first rode, the sort of horse that gave them the experience, I think, has so much to do with whether it's a success or not. Well, Lee, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate your time. Oh, you're really welcome. Are you ready to fix that stiff right rein or crooked backup? Are you ready to dive deep into video analysis of imbalances and asymmetry? If you can spend three weeks on groundwork with daily video feedback and coaching, then Straight Up Equine can help you and your horse. Current introductory rate of $90 for three weeks and up to daily analysis, feedback, and exercises to help you and your horse. StraightUpEquine at gmail.com. And by the way, our next guest, Isabeau Solis, is from Straight Up Equine. So we were um, wondering, do you ride a side? I have taken several lessons. I have gone shopping twice and paid the UPS uh, more than a few dollars to ship saddles back and forth. <laughs> and <laughs> could not find a saddle. I am six foot tall. So mm. I was not able to oh. find a saddle on those two different shopping adventures that fit me. 
and the horse. I was living in New Jersey near Gladstone at that time, and there were side saddle people available to help me, but uh, we could not source one. I am only 51, so there is still time. Yeah, you look tall in your headshot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you can tell. You have excellent eye eyesight. We need to find you a pretzel. The average length of those is like 24 inches long. That is one of the ones that I had looked at. Yes, I had looked at uh, a few of those and paid UPS a few dollars to ship them back and forth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we had a lady in Georgia found one at a yard sale for $50. (gasps) I know that never happens to me. (laughs) So since you're still pretty new to side saddle, what got you interested into it? I had actually been working for uh, a family that had reining horses and the wife had come to me one day. There was a woman giving lessons. We were, I was in New York state at that time. And this lady would show up at this lesson barn with a whole truck full of side saddles um, a couple times a year and give side saddle lessons. And she wanted someone to go out and try her, uh, go out with her to take a lesson and try. And I was like, sure. Um, So that was my first, lesson i begged the woman to let me hop over a cross rail which she was very dubious about but she did let me do um and so yeah that was the first time i took it i would have been in my early 20s at that at the, the, that point in time and i found it very challenging but i thought it was also very 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 cool boy that sounds a lot like one of your clinics maggie i know mm. Somebody who shows up with a bunch of side saddles. I wonder who that was. You don't happen to remember a name, do you? I don't, you know, because it was, I mean, I'm 51 now. I would have been like literally 23 or 24 oh, then. And I yeah. don't remember the woman's name. It was, we were in New York at the time in uh, Putnam County area. And I think we would have driven north to get to the farm. So it mm. might have been in the next county up. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. me that back then. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't uh, really. I, didn't I, I tried. A job that let me travel much until just a few years ago. Yeah, I, gotcha. I tried. So, what's been the hardest thing about side saddle for you? Um, for me, on the last time I took a, a lesson, which was two years ago, uh, when I was living in New Jersey, I had found that my hips had tightened up a lot more than the, the previous time <laughs> I had tried mm. to ride, and I was like, "Oh boy." So, yes, the trickiest thing was that the last time that I got a lesson from somebody, I had had a really nice little, the last time I was shopping, I had a really great rock-solid 16-hand draft cross horse who was just as wide as two barrels, which the saddle people were like, oh, those horses are so hard to fit for, for, for side saddles. But I got a few lessons on a couple of the saddles that I was, that I was trying and yes, I was like, oh boy, my hips have really tightened up since the last time I tried to do this. <laughs> so yes, it was a big, oh boy, I need to loosen up my hips before I try this again. What's one of the easiest things about going aside for you? Um, what, what is one of the easiest things? You know, I have done a lot of uh, rider mechanics work with Mary Wanless. So I find that my body mechanics really, really plug in when it comes 
comes to doing the side set of it that'll work because I have a tool a toolkit to get myself or organized. If I didn't have that body awareness, I would probably find it very very tricky because you get very aware of your balance when you hop up in the side. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, I'm like the middle of the horse is exactly here. <laughs> so, um, I got a question. You are you do straightness training? Yes, I do. Um, I'm in. Um, I'm just, I'm in uh, Marika De Jong's basic straightness training instructors program right now. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, everybody thinks that side saddle riders are, you know, crooked, messing up their horses back because we sit sideways and all that. Can you enlighten us a little bit about straightness side saddle? Gotcha. I mean, no, I mean, when you sit on a side saddle, I mean, your body from the outside, uh, yes, you've got both of your legs to one side, but you absolutely have to have your, your body mass in total on the center of the horse. You don't, you're not falling off the horse half, half, half the time. Um, you would not be able to gallop around, uh, cross country doing that. Um, in terms of side saddle and, um, straightness training, um, with the side saddle, you have only the whip on the one side. So in the straightness training, we do a lot of um, unmounted groundwork where we use whip cues to train the horse, um, especially to uh, straighten them out. So especially if you're going to be, if you're maybe you're doing hunter under saddle, like my friend uh, Jennifer does, uh, you know, like training lead changes and stuff like that can be tricky when you have uh, only the stick on one side and you don't have use of the legs on, on both sides. So with the straightness training, you can install some ground cues. Uh, specifically, I think the most useful thing is to teach the horses to do haunches in off of a, off of a whip cue so that you can really establish the bend for the direction where you do not have a leg on the inside of, of, of the horse. That makes sense. It's actually quite fascinating that one of my biggest concerns going side saddle was how to cue the horse without a leg over there. And gotcha. yeah, so what you're saying, just it opens whole new doors and windows for me. I'm, I'm thankful in the sense that the horse that I, I mostly ride side saddle with is very hand cued um, and gotcha. seat cued. And you don't lose a lot of those interesting cues, but some of his cues, such as what you were just saying, haunches in or uh, shoulders for and so on, those are definitely from a leg area, leg aid area. And yeah, that's that's truly fascinating. Uh, They're very often taught from a leg egg, but it is very easy to teach the horse to draw towards the whip as opposed to going away from, from it. And then to be able to use that on almost any part of the horse's body to have them bend at that part, wherever you have, you have the whip uh, applied to, to them. Um, as a matter of fact, I mean, you could with, uh, teaching them to bend off of the, um, the whip hand, you could easily get even more adjustability on your whip hand than you have on your, on your leg side. So can I ask about the whip that you're using? Absolutely. Yep. Because mm -hmm. a, a side saddle cane is usually mm -hmm. pretty thick and heavy. It's definitely mm -hmm. a cane. 
Um, and yep. it different, it comes from like the hunting whip, that really thick, um, uh, thick and heavy. Are you using like a dressage whip or are you using a riding crop? Like what are you using? For training, just for training purposes, when you're teaching the horse the maneuvers, most people are going to use, depending upon the size of the horse and the person, a shorter or a longer, very stiff type of dressage whip. But, I mean, that is for training purposes when you are communicating. Once you've got the cues installed, um, provided you do a nice organized job of it, you can transfer those cues to a voice cue, a hand cue, the side sets is a settle stick, um, anything's fine. Um, just probably you're going to use different tools when you're building, building the skills. And then once you've got the cues, the skills installed, then you can assign it to whatever specific cue that, that you like. That's fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I was like I could listen to horse theory and training theory for hours I, I just I love it so we're gonna awesome. go back a, <laughs> I was like we're gonna back up just a little bit you were talking about how much okay. trouble you were getting into about finding a side saddle that works for you and your particular yeah. horse mm -hmm. and I'd like to know in your limited experience with side saddles do you have a specific favorite of side saddle that you use um, no, so I decided that my favorite was definitely the the ones with the wider heads as opposed to the na 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 narrower heads and the ones with a grippy seat. <laughs> um, yes. yes, I agree with you. So, there. yes, ones with the grippy seat, ones uh, that are w w w wider. Um, and then, you know, I think what I do, um, the next time I go shopping, I think I'm just going to go full, full custom. You know, the yes. um, antiques are lovely, but um, I've shipped at least six of them back and forth. Um, mm -hmm. And it is very hard to get them to fit. Horses have changed shapes. People and horses are a lot bigger than they used to be. So I think for my, I've now got a 17-hand, six-year-old horse who should probably suit. He's a big, big 17 hands too, who should probably suit in the next two years as he gets strong enough. And I think the way to go with him is I'm not going to go shopping for the antique saddle. I think I'm just going to source someone to do one uh, custom. That's probably the, the way yeah. to go. Not a bad idea. Expensive, but it'll probably <laughs> yeah. get me there. But, you, but you've got a better chance of getting the right saddle the first time than the money that you've spent shipping things back and forth because shipping is not yeah. expensive. The money and just the time, because I did spend time trying to find one and uh, found out that yes, and I do love some of the antique side saddles are beautiful and it's lovely to have the history and the heritage of the previous riders. Um, but yeah, that would be, uh, that it, I think when people do that, that's how they wind up owning like six, six side saddles. <laughs> well, if you get rid of one, the next horse that you buy will fit the one that you just got rid of. <laughs> I, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's better to be safe and just have a whole tack room full of side saddles. I mean, you don't wear the same <laughs> underwear every day, right? <laughs> So why is, would you wear, ride correct. the same saddle every day? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Isabel, so much for being with us. Thanks for the invitation. I really appreciated uh, you, you guys inviting me. It was great fun.
Okay, we talked about falling off a bar stool. So that leads us into Flat Rock Distilling Company. Artisan distilled spirits from Napoleon, Ohio, home of Way Jennings Bloody Butcher Bourbon. Order today at flatrockdistillingcompany.com. And by the way, that is my cousin's company. He is the distiller, master distiller. That's kind of cool. Things you want on your resume to say yeah. master distiller. Yeah, the bourbon, the the bourbon, this is the first year for the bourbon. He's been distilling for six years. And they finally, their first bourbon has come out of the barrels now. They've been doing just moonshine to, to pay the bills. <clears throat> and he started out doing beer because, you know, you can do a batch of beer in a day. Yeah. And be making money right away. So he started out brewing beer and uh, his grandfather, my great uncle, um, his pictures on some of the bottles, the different spirits that he makes. Um, he was a rum runner during Prohibition and actually spent some prison time because the guy that he worked for uh, let him take the fall instead of um, going down himself. That's, that sounds like the plot line for a movie on stars. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it, um, I come from a mixed race family, and so my cousin is the only black distiller um, in the state of Ohio. Um, and uh, so when his grandfather, you know, was arrested, it's because you know he was the black guy, so they let him go down instead of the That's white guy. That definitely was, a movie plot. Because, well, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna yeah. go down and do the prison. Thing, and then he's going to come back, and he's going to vindicate the family name. And well, speaking yeah, was, of uh, happy endings, I want to I want to get to. So Maggie, on our last episode, we did a little giveaway. So if you guys didn't catch that, you've missed out. No, it's okay. <laughs> so Maggie, you want to tell us who the winners are? All right, um, we picked two winners. Winner number one gets a choice of a custom made girth or halter. From McAllister's Salary, and that is Starbright Cinema. Winner number two gets their choice of a free side saddle lesson from one of our American Side Saddle Association instructors or a copy of The Side Saddle Legacy by Linda Bulby and Marty Friddle. And that winner is Emily Parmenter. Yep. One of us, either Maggie or myself, will be sending an email to you, lovely winners. And you can reply to that email and we'll work out how to get your prize. Yep. So thank you all to who participated and we may or may not have another giveaway. So you guys need to just keep listening. Yep. Yep. And keep checking the website. We do stuff all the time. That's really cool. all the time, all the time. And you can learn more about riding side saddle at American side saddle association.com. Or on Facebook, American Side Saddle, or on YouTube. I, I need to tune into the YouTube channel because I love watching that stuff. <laughs> Are we going to talk about old horses now? Okay, so we were talking earlier um, about old horses. and Nancy. I know Nancy has a fan club for all of you out there. Yeah. How, so how Nancy is Nancy? is a very old, <laughs> very old standard bred. Um, she spent over 20 plus years as an Amish buggy horse after a very short life on the racetrack. Um, so she's got, 
practically no knees. Um, she knows most road signs better than you will ever know. Uh, it's kind of fun riding her in parades when you're like, oh, we have to stop here. And she's like, no, we're in the middle of an intersection. We can't stop here. It's interesting. Um, but anyways, my three-year-old Gavin is infatuated with her, loves her to pieces. I even had to make him for school this year, his own Nancy backpack because he wanted to take Nancy to school with him. So Nancy gets into trouble all the time. Nancy has a thing against ducks. She throws her halter. She throws fits. She just, she's a character in and out. Totally. She's, she is Nancy. She She was my horse first. If Nancy is out in the pasture and she's not moving, it's probably because she has her foot stuck in the fence again. Yeah. Injured in some sort of way, or like she's tied herself up. She's put a rope over her neck and tied herself up all night because she thought she was in a tie stall and it's no, you had a rope over your neck, Nancy. But anyway, so this morning I went out to the barn and she's been on stall rest now since, Oh, beginning of August or so. Um, because she decided she had a tree fall on her and cut off the end of her foot basically. And so she's been on stall rest dealing with stitches and proud flesh and all the fun things that happen to go with, when you have a horse with a very large injury and she sticks her uninjured foot through the pipe gate. That's her stall door because I can't give her a wooden one because she either eats it or breaks it in order to attack the ducks. So she has an actual like gate in front of her and she sticks her uninjured foot through the door. And I immediately yell at her. I go, Nancy, what are you doing? And my three-year-old who's down there helping me do barn chores, he looks at me and goes, mommy, We have to use nice words with Nancy. You can't yell at her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's totally right. But Nancy's about to kill herself again. So, okay, deep, deep breath, mom. And let's talk. I said, Nancy, will you please put your uninjured foot back in your stall before you get hurt? And Gavin then looks at me and he goes, see, mom, wasn't that better? And Nancy slowly takes her foot back in. I'm like, (laughs) yes. I said, Thank you, Gavin, for reminding me to use my words. Thank you, Nancy, for listening. I turn back to mucking and I hear, crash! She's jammed her injured foot through the gate, like paw kicked it all the way through. And I yell, I go, Nancy! And Gavin looks at me and goes, Mommy, what did we just talk about? I was like, oh my (laughs) gosh. Oh, I love that horse, but I'm so glad she's yours now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love this horse. Nancy is, she's the horse that we never knew we needed. And I just, I love it. I love having the senior horse. She's just great with my kids. And today it was one of those moments where horses are teaching you your life lesson. And that is, I have to be a mom, but at the same time, I'm human. And Nancy, you need to just knock it off. Nancy, Nancy anytime something goes wrong, my husband and I just yell, Nancy! Oh, Nancy please. is now a curse word. It is. Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, we're going we're gonna to sign off without cursing, though. Right. Yeah, no. Yes. Get us, get us rolling, right. Maggie. All right. You can learn more about riding side saddle on our website, americansidesaddleassociation.com, our Facebook page, American Side Saddle Association, or on our YouTube channel. You can follow Horses in the Morning on Facebook. Just search for Horses in the Morning. You can have all the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with our free app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Thanks to our sponsors, 
blackrockdistillingcompany.com, Straight Up Equine, and American Side Saddle Association. Semper Obliquo. That's Latin for always sideways. Sideways. 